And we're starting. Libby is adjusting her tits. Uh, there you and go. even the clap. Like, this clap, like, the claps weren't even right. It was infuriating. Libby tried to do the video to Slop City, and uh, it was truly Slop City. It was, it was truly not, Slop City. It was not fun. She didn't have a good time. Because it looks so nice now, It can't. there's no room for it there to be error so do you think it's possible for uh uh oh yeah yeah okay if you, do you think it's the headphones if you guys have any way to produce this while we fire uh lawrence over here uh. oh he loves going under the table because he likes smelling coochie that's been at the gym working out Pushing the fucking sled down for four minutes. Clitoris. <laughs> God, my breath is bad. I smelled all kind of breath when I did that. All right. What about now? That sounds good. Sounds sure. good to me. Sure. I think. I don't fucking know. You know, we, all right, let's say, let's just start yep. it over again. Oh, Randy Do a clap. Good. Get a clap in there. Let's get it going. Let's start over. And action. Oh, buddy. You do a clap, too. All right. We're live, motherfuckers. How we doing? Because that clap over there, when it, in my camera and I'm listening, it doesn't match up. Sorry. Sometimes you got to clap in your pants. You got to clap in someone else's. You never know. Sometimes you need a professional uh, production company. Sometimes you need to just call your gynecologist. Let them know that you uh, suspect you have the clap. <laughs> and if they think you're talking about gonorrhea and you think you're talking about chlamydia, it's all going to work out. You What's know? a gynecologist? One... <laughs> oh, you mean a pussy doctor. I mean a pussy doctor. I'm going, I'm uh, I'm taking my ass to the pussy doctor here in about a month. Ew. And it's a new one, so we're going to have a whole new introduction. <laughs> I'm going to just slide my little big old pussy. I'm going to slide my little big pussy, like the band Little Big Town. <laughs> I'm going to slide little big pussy on down. She's going to be like, and, and come back to scooch down, scooch down. She ain't going to know what hit her. I, I saw a TikTok about that. It was like when you're at the gynecologist and you got to scooch down. <laughs> it was like someone's foot and they're just scooting their cooter all the way it's down. Never, It's never in the right place. I ripped the paper <laughs> <laughs> under me one time. <laughs> As I was, I was scooching my pussy up, I ripped the paper and I just was like... <laughs> I did that face that I make when I'm in trouble where I'm like. <laughs> and keep scooting. Oh, yeah. I was like, because the thing is, my pussy didn't do that. My my butt did that. <laughs> it's not like my, my clit ripped the paper. Well. And my, then they are sitting there in that stool. Head The head is right at crotch level. And they're saying scoot. You could feel their breath on your perennial area. yeah and then, and then i'm coming i'm like listen <laughs> this happens once a year it's perennial okay 
Once a year, I come in the doctor's office, okay? I just, I just, I get them here. I come here to come. Once a year, it is, this is the definition of perennial. Next time you go into your local garden store to get perennial plants, let them know you're there to come one time a year, okay? And if they don't understand what you're talking about, you pull your pants down right then and there and either you start ovulating or you start gyrating and touching something. But why would someone think to themselves, I want to be a doctor that looks at pussies? That's what I'm fucking saying. Or, in my case, a butthole doctor. What is a butthole doctor called? Proctologist. Proc- Uh-oh, it went out again. God damn it. What's going on? Look at him. Now he's got different colored things he's just going to start sticking in. He looks like one of those old timey operators. Plugged it and plugged it back in. <laughs> no, don't do that. Doesn't he look like an old timey operator? Where they're like five, seven, eight, nine. He just got hella mad at me. Wow. Looks like we can't do the podcast anymore. Okay, six minutes. Remember that you're gonna have to cut all this. Out nope, we're leaving it because I want people to see how. How you and Randy caused such turmoil. Such turmoil. Yeah, I fucking think so. Did I? I mean, that thing's got tape wrapped around it. I wouldn't trust anything that's got tape wrapped all around it. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's good. Yeah, that sounds good. Don't I mean, wiggle it, though. I'm not wiggling. <laughs> God damn, Randy's dude. been roasting Tina today. Feels oh. like, you know, it just feels like I'm, I'm like, being ridiculed. <laughs> How do I say it? He's like, we're not doing bits anymore, okay? Y'all are fucking around too much. When you start breaking my, my hard-earned materials that's when i call the line i'm gonna hold my arms nice and tight wait what i'm i'm not i'm not gonna move my arms i'm just gonna hold them nice and tight so that there ain't no motherfucking problems (laughs) and then when you go to get your cigarette tablet you're gonna unplug everything what's my cigarette tablet oh nicotine (laughs) (laughs) nicotine lozenges I hate that they call them lozenges. (laughs) The word lozenge just screams to me that it's an elderly man that doesn't have teeth. He's like, give me my lozenge. Come here. Come here. Gross word. Nathan. Nathan. I want to talk to you. You're my oldest grandson. (laughs) I want to talk to you about a couple of things. But before we get into anything deep, why don't you grab me one of them there lozenges? All right, here. They're in the candy dish that your grandma spent $20,000 on. I didn't get to get my golf cart. <laughs> Wait, those are lozenges? I've been eating those all day, Grandpa. Yeah, they're lozenges. It's something you put in your mouth to feel like you're alive again. Well, I'm sorry, Grandpa, but I ate them all today. <laughs> You ate all my fucking lozenges. Hey, Cindy. Yeah? Your son's a cuck. <laughs> dad. Your son's a fucking cuck. I heard you, Dad. 
You know what? You know what your son should be eating? Cream savers. <laughs> He's a cuck. I don't even know how you spell that word. C-U-C-O-O-K? And you just pronounce it like cuck? When did you Is learn it like that word, cook? Dad? Learned it recently, watching Jersey Shore reruns. <laughs> Ever seen it? Boy, I wish I was that tan. I'm that tan, but that's because I got years of skin damage. Not because I'm out having fun and having a lot of loads of sex. Honey, I think your grandfather has dementia. What the fuck did you just say about me, Cindy? <laughs> I got fucking dementia. You know what fucking dementia is? It's when you're demented. It's when you're perverted. It's when you're a freaking, you're a sinner. Okay? I ain't got no fucking dementia. All right? Dad, you're a cuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say it. First first and foremost. First, what is that you always say? First and foremost. First and foremost? Yeah. What Do do I say that like in real real life conversations? That's hilarious. You do it during skits and stuff. I'll say first and foremost. First and foremost. Oh, oh, when I'm like being a very Republican man that says (laughs) things like cuck and all lives matter and blue man group lives matter. I'm blue. I'm Badita. Boy, Cindy, you know, I've always loved that song and I'm just not too fond of what's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? They burned down a Target. Have I ever been in one? (laughs) No, it's overpriced. You know but what? am I mad that it went down? <laughs> I am. You know what they sell in them targets? They sell them goddamn syrups that's got that African American woman on it. And guess what they want to do? They want to, these snowflakes want to take the picture off. I'm going to pause you right here because I didn't really read the news today because I, I played tennis. I went outside. What happened with the Aunt Jemima thing? Okay. Oh, God. We all know that. Uh, it needed to be changed many years ago. Can you show me the, uh, yeah, Brandy's on because, it. Because um, it is a stereotype of a black woman. It uh, is. And in, um, I and believe be- that. Before they changed it in the 80s, she had that, uh, I don't know what those headdresses are called, but very stereotypical. And, you know, um, it. Uh-oh. Hello? Did I do that? And Am it, I okay? It, it hurts people to see it, um, and there are people who are so upset that they're changing it that they can't uh, see through their blind rage um, and how upset they are that they're changing it because people get offended by everything now. What are they going to do next? They're going to change Uncle Ben? Well, yeah, they probably should change Uncle Ben too. I'm going to tell you, motherfucker, something right now. If you're one of those cucks that's mad about the Aunt Jemima imagery changing, shut the fuck up. We know your poor motherfucking ass doesn't have Aunt Jemima money. You got dollar store syrup money, you motherfucker. You got fucking, you don't have money for Aunt Jemima. You couldn't fucking handle Aunt Jemima syrup if you wanted to. We know you're going to Dollar Tree and you're buying your fucking syrup there. And besides that, it's not syrup, okay? It's g- disgusting anyway. So nobody should be upset over this at all. Yeah, these are motherfuckers. Anybody that's losing, any white person that's losing their mind about this right now, these are the motherfuckers that have never had real maple syrup in their lives. Have you ever eaten a pancake with real mm-hmm. maple syrup? 
you feel something in your <laughs> pussy hole that you don't even know you had. You think you've come before? You haven't. <laughs> I can fucking promise you that. I once had a carrot cake pancake at First Watch, a spectacular breakfast place that I used to work at and then protested outside of it in the year 2010 when I was very upset at them. Was my protest valid? Yes. Was I mad? Yes. Did I quit? Yes. But do I love their motherfucking food? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I had carrot cake pancakes there. When they rolled out their whole, like, we're trying to be organic. Come on around <laughs> and bring your stinky armpits around here. You know, like, they were really trying to move to the all-organic route. And the first time that I had real maple syrup, I almost started fucking the waiter that gave it to me. <laughs> I mean, I was fucking, I was like, we should fuck right now. Because that shit is so good. You try a real maple syrup, you go back to one of those shitty ass fucking high fructose corn syrup syrups, you, you're done. You just want to go teepee somebody's house and pour that shitty ass syrup all over their front porch. I had to unfriend somebody over it. Over Aunt Jemima? Yes, because, oh, well, she's been getting, you know, dangerously close to getting it anyway. Just all lives matter stuff. But uh, today she was very upset that they were taking um, the image off and changing the name. And she just was beside herself. She's like, everyone is so offended by everything. And I wanted to type out a lot of stuff, one of them being, Black people are telling you that it's upsetting to them. Why can't you just accept that? And then secondly, uh, stop. And then people were typing. <laughs> this was the best quote of the whole thread. They are erasing their own heritage. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to see it. You dummies. Dude. That's when I, I hit the old. Uh, uh, unfriend but hit her with the unfriend brother i love it you know what a lot of people say oh you shouldn't be stuck in this echo chamber oh god it's gonna be people with all the same political views listen to me i am fine with people that challenge my beliefs here is the difference when it comes to basic fundamental human rights human if rights you excuse me what a rude motherfucker i didn't pay homage to mr bernie motherfucking sanders when it comes to basic human rights and you are trying to deny people of that we done motherfucker this isn't the time we are living in right now whatever the fuck date it is June 17th, 2020, I don't fucking know. The time we are living in now, there is no more, well, I'm just fiscally Republican, or I'm fiscally, you know, conservative, and you're not, blah, blah, blah. No, those are done. Those days are done. You can't align yourselves with these motherfuckers anymore. The second that you start any of that shit, we're done. I'm not fucking with you anymore. I don't have time to sit and talk with you. About all of this. I don't have time to explain to you that transgender people deserve the same fucking rights that you and I do. I don't have time to explain to you that Black Lives Matter. I don't have time. I, I mean, I just I can't do it anymore when it's like this just these crazy fucking people that are we're not on the same page. We're not even on the same plane, brother. 
I'd say not even on the same planet, brother. I'd say you're on Wow Airlines and I'm on Southwest. <laughs> I'm doing better than you. You on Wow motherfucking <laughs> Airlines, okay? <laughs> I'm just, I'm done with it. I can't. Now, if there are people that are willing to learn and they're ignorant, like I have some people that I know in my life that are, they're just a bit ignorant and they're not, you know what, they're willing to learn. Like some of them are like, oh, wow, I didn't know that there's even such thing as a for-profit prison. You know, there are people that are truly just ignorant to the stuff. And once they start to learn and they do the research, that's all we can ask. But if you're... And that's where I was at one point. I didn't, you know, I'm I'm always up here preaching, but like I have to check myself all the time because I'll remember something that I heard as a kid or, or saw something and I'm like, wait a minute. Those were adults saying things that weren't okay. 100%. And I mean, I think of even like, you know, it's like how I grew up. It's like, I'm an immigrant. I came to the United States when I was less than two years old with my family. And my family came here and struggled. We almost got deported. Like we had a lot of, we went through a lot of shit. So it's like, I empathize with immigrants and I empathize with all that. And it's like, we, my family climbed the fucking ranks and they worked really hard and they went through a lot of fucked up shit. And they really, really struggled. But once I, once they climbed the ranks and they were able to like, they, you know, buy their first home in a nice neighborhood. It's, I mean, I, I think I remember vividly one black person that was in our friend group when I was in middle school. One. And that's it. And I mean, people were probably fucking pieces of shit to him. You know, because we lived in this wealthier white neighborhood. And it's like, there's a lot of fucking pieces of shit there. And it's like, I think of... Stuff that I didn't even realize that I didn't even know when Michael Brown was murdered. I, I mean, I, I didn't even there were so many things that I was just ignorant to because I'd never it never applied to me. Mm-hmm. It never, ever once applied to me because I'm white. I have run from the cops so many times. I mean, I sprained an what? ankle one time running from the cops. Literally running, not like in your car. You were running. Physically <laughs> running from the police. And they saw me. You know what I mean? If I was black, I would probably be fucking dead. Right. And because I grew up like where I did, it, it's it, I mean, it's like there's so many things that I had to learn. So many things that I had to educate myself on because they just didn't apply to me. And it's not that I I didn't know it was, I mean, it's just, it's not that I didn't have empathy or understand and stuff like that. To be honest, I had more empathy for like immigrants and stuff because that was like what I struggled with. That was the thing that I related to. And I saw how difficult it was for my family to become part of this country. I saw how difficult it was for me to become an American citizen. It's like the time I told, like talked about the citizenship thing. It's like, I feel like that time when I was in that interview with the lady for my citizenship and she got mad at me because I was, I lied about something allegedly on my citizenship (laughs) form. She was like, wow, you just lied to a federal officer. And every part of me wanted to be like, you're an ugly cunt. Okay. We all, you're ugly. You're an ugly, mean, gross lady. The fact that you're using the word immigrant so much with me. And I sound like I grew up in fucking Alabama. Imagine (laughs) what you are talking to people who barely speak English like. Imagine, that was like the one moment in my life that I was like, whoa, this lady has the fucking power. Mm -hmm. And if I say a motherfucking word, 
she can take everything away from me. All that lady, if, if I spouted off or whatever, or even if I didn't, I bet you that woman could have been like, she attacked me. Okay. You know, like right. she got very lippy with me. She needs to be apprehended. <laughs> and she could have fucking had me arrested. And, and just imagine how much harder it is for somebody who has brown skin. Exactly. It's like, fuck. Man. Oh, Did that again. go out again? Yeah. Dude, I am so sorry. <laughs> It's all good. They don't want our they don't want our word to get out. We're over here preaching. Yep. That's exactly what it is. And I'm no, I'm no. I'm steady learning stuff on. every fucking you day. Try this one again? Oh no, it's not plugged in. <laughs> oh no, brother. I still hear you. I thought. You do? No, I don't. We're at twenty minutes. Well, good thing we're at a good stopping point for that. Yeah, I'm cons I every day I'm learning. Uh, stuff that I'm still like I and I have to like stop myself from be immediately feeling so much guilt and be like the guilt doesn't help anyone just keep pushing forward and keep learning and and uh no and the guilt is it's not about us exactly so that's where the guilt is not helpful you know what I mean I it's take like a moment and just be like okay I feel shitty but keep it moving sis Sure. And I mean, it's okay to be sad and it's okay to, you know, feel like guilty. It is okay to feel that, but it's like, you can't fucking live out of that. You got to right. just keep doing the fucking work, you know? Like I recommended to some people that I work with that are pretty ignorant to watch 13th on Netflix because I was like, that's a very good way for people to sit down because sometimes you try to tell somebody like, hey, look into this. They're like, wait, I got to Google it or something. <laughs> So you're telling me I got to Google this thing, prison industrial complex, mass incarceration. I got to Google all that stuff. I'm not fucking doing like, that. Just watch And this. they can't handle it. And I'm like, this is easy. I can just be like, hey, this is a very informative, very educational thing. You want to be an ally? Great. Here is a good place to start and really inform yourself on how deep this shit really, really fucking goes. You know? And it's like, um, I mean, I, I remember watching that documentary when it came out and it was fucking unbelievable it is and that's the thing too is like it's not just republicans it's not just trump it's not just fucking you know ronald Ray, whatever it's like bill clinton really fucked a whole lot of minorities while he was fucking president just fucked them right in their asses and i voted for hillary but it's like I remember like clips of her having to like rectify like what her husband did while he was in office. I mean, it's just it's heavy ass shit. And it's like we all got to fucking everybody's awake now. Everyone is fucking awake. Everybody is seeing what's going on. And it's there is no more sweeping this shit under the rug. It's just it's fucking over. And the the most frustrating part that I see is the people that know it and then they're holding on to it so hard because they know you know they have to they can't live in white supremacy anymore because it's not working what like the people that are like it's part of my heritage that and they're just like oh no this doesn't exist like they know it exists and it's like they're like oh shit i just, they can't imagine they can't imagine having to live their life like a black person does no just the thought of that just sends them in a fucking tailspin right 
It's like, it's, do you know, watching these fucking like people that are racist, white supremacists, whatever the fuck you want to call them, same thing. Um, they, the way they like tailspin is like when you get pulled over and you're drunk and you're about to get a DWI. It's like your whole life flushes before your eyes and you're like, <laughs> oh, fuck. It's like, that's what they're, they look like. They look like they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They look like the lady that's in the helicopter spinning. Yes. Ah! <laughs> Slow that's her down. Them. They're losing it. And they're puking everywhere. They're puking in their shirt. They're puking in their fucking body bag, whatever the <laughs> fuck that helicopter picked this lady up in. They're throwing up everywhere and they're just, they're losing control. And they're trying to grab onto something. And every time they grab on, it's like they grab onto somebody's tit. And the person's <laughs> like, get the fuck away from me, you piece of shit. You can't fucking grab my tit. And they're trying to catch the balance again and they grab someone's pussy. And it's like, you can't fucking do that, you piece of shit. Oh, we can't grab pussies anymore? No, you can't. Kick them in the dick, you know? Man, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's we're living in some fucking crazy times right now. Crazy times. Oh. Ooh, buddy. So that was dismantling white supremacy with Libby Higgins and <laughs> Tina Deball, and uh, we're not. Well, we you didn't know, talk about how to do it. We're we just, not, we're not professional. No, we did just talk about uh, you know how upsetting it is. But listen, white just, tears or violence. Ooh, when I posted that, a lot of white ladies got very upset with me. Wait, what? I posted a thing about how white. White tears are violence, and um, nobody wants to see white women crying about, you know, oh, I'm so sorry that we did this, blah, blah, blah. And, man, I got a lot of private messages about, do you really believe that? Do you believe that? Yeah, just shut up. It's not about you, you dumb bitch. It's okay to be fucking sad. But guess who's more sad? Black people. People that have literally been fucking treated like dog shit since they were brought to this country against their motherfucking will. It's like none of us, you know, whose fucking land this really is? Native Americans. And we fucking white people fucking murdered them. I'm not even supposed to be here. I'm a fucking Ruski, okay? I'm not fucking supposed to be here. My piece of shit dad, Igor, decided, oh my God, I want to come to America. I want to come to America and teach blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. I should be living in a cold ass motherfucking land, having hard nipples land. all the time because I'm cold as fuck, okay? Smoking cigarette, eating bread, smoking cigarette, eating caviar that is stolen. I mean, th- I'm not even supposed to fucking be here, but I am. All right? We got to fucking deal with it. I, I was reading some of the comments on um, the. Christopher Columbus statue being torn down in, in Tower, <laughs> Tower Grove. Grove. And somebody said, it needs to stay so that we don't repeat history. It's like, ma'am, nobody's ever going to get in a boat again, get lost, and fucking end up here and start uh, enslaving people. Yeah, nobody's ever going <laughs> to like somebody... pretend like they were the first person that found something again. And somebody That's like said, the... we have better maps now. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Oh, Fuck, man. We have to keep it up so we don't repeat history. <laughs> uh, it's like, I don't know. T- why, you know what you should do, Brenda? You should print out a picture of Christopher Columbus 
and then a picture of a map right next to it. And then why don't you just look at that every day before you leave your house and type into your GPS where you're going. And be like, I can't accidentally repeat history. I can't accidentally repeat history. I will never get in a boat again. <laughs> Wait a minute. I was in a boat and I was sailing along. I thought I was going to, I don't know, India. And all of a sudden I ended up in America. Whoa. <laughs> She's like, if they just kept that statue up, this would have never happened. She's going on a Tinder date and the guy suggests like, I don't know, we could go to like the Forest Park boathouse. They got like paddle boats and a couple restaurants in Forest Park, St. Louis, Missouri. So we could try that and go there. She's like, I swore I'd never go on another boat again. I can't go on a boat. Who are you? I'm doomed to repeat history because they took that statue down. Ah, oh, fuck. I really wanted to go to Columbus, Ohio, but I can't. Somebody else said, that's it. I'm not give, giving Tower Grove Park my business anymore. <laughs> the person lives in St. Charles, Missouri. It's like, I don't know how to tell you, but like literally, I don't think any of your tax dollars go to that park. It's in the city, which is also a part of St. Louis you would never go to. You know what? I'll do it for you. I live right down the street. Me, Simba, and Royce will take our business there tenfold, okay? It's a beautiful park. We already take our... I played tennis there today. It was great. I made a music video with that tennis. uh, Did you? With Rafe. Oh. Really? Rafe and I were, were tennis instructors. Remember that? I vaguely remember it. I like tennis. I'm not good at it. It is very hard. My Fitbit told me we burned like 500 calories and we were just in like just the brightest fucking sun ever. It was awful. You should have played pickleball instead. I think I saw some cats playing pickleball behind me and I threw a lozenge at them and I was like, hey, fuck you. Were they elderly? No, they were pretty young. Wow. But there were some cats. (laughs) Dude, there were these two dudes and they were ripping the motherfucking tennis ball so hard that i mean we could barely get we didn't even get 10 Who did full you go volleys with? my friend is uh danny sophia and anastasia oh you had partner yes wow. danny and sophia are like my longtime friends we were in rehab together they've been uh my closest friends since i moved to st louis so we all went and we're playing and we're fucking up. And as we're leaving after like two hours of playing outside and it was like 95 degrees today, it was so fucking hot. And we were all really bad, but it was so fun because we're like, we're getting exercise. We're running after the ball and we're just playing games. There are these two cats playing as we're exiting the t- tennis courts and they are fucking ripping this ball, hitting it so hard to where it barely goes over the net, but it's going real high-powered. You know what I mean? Like, some fucking and Serena, going, Serena fucking Williams shit. Ugh. Like, oh, dude, it was hardcore. We did say at one point, we go, maybe if we were making sounds, we would be playing better. <laughs> and so I was like, huh, huh, huh. Did you go in the back or the front? Or did you uh, switch? We went to the, what do you mean? Like, when you were playing on your side of the you know how sometimes we'll have like the person in the front and the person in the back do you switch we weren't good enough to play that far back so we all moved forward a little bit (laughs) (laughs) so we were pretty much in the middle of the court did you go on both sides throw it up and yeah i did i was i'm very good at serving it's just a bit of the returning i had trouble with (laughs) i only biffed one over the fucking wall did you have a sweatband on no but i had my fitbit on and that thing 
let me know what I was doing. Did it tell you what's up? Mm-hmm. I love this fucking thing, man. I wore mine to work out last time, and I was like, all right, I'm going to check it out. Couldn't fucking see it. Don't have my glasses on. I'm like, well, that really fucking does a lot of good. <laughs> the heart looks like it's beating real hard. Mm. I wonder what my heart rate is right now. Let's check while I'm all amped up. 105 beats per minute. Good Lord. My resting heart rate is like 67. I am a bit sweaty right now. Mine's like 70s. Can we smoke in here? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. My blood pressure the other day was 112 over 57. I don't know what that means. I'm like, damn, I'm fat, but that's a good blood pressure. Is that good? That's low as fuck. Probably because I'm just shitting my brains out constantly. Oh, for sure. You had to bring your own bag of shit into a place today. You're not doing too well. We're not going to talk about it because it's going to make Libby throw up. Kind of like how when I watched you in Centipede and I was like, I'll just tell you one thing and one thing only. Uh, I had to put my poop in a freezer, the freezer where my food is. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. All next to my Love and Fresh brand. <laughs> I actually have a thing of Love and Fresh bread in the freezer. Wow. That I bought during quarantine. I actually have a full rack of ribs that was sitting (laughs) right next to my shit. Boy, aren't we blessed. Okay, let me talk about it for just a minute. Yeah, go ahead. I I love it. I had to, I had to, I can't. No, sorry. Yeah, Libby had to friggin' dookie in a fucking cup. (laughs) They had to make sure, they were like, do you have heartworms? (laughs) So... Uh, the veterinarian had Libby shit in a <laughs> into a cup. She's like, "Are these Annie's turds or yours?" Oh, I thought she wanted my turds. I'm so sorry. I'll be back. <laughs> you go to the vet for your cat, and you bring your own shit in—a very large turd, a huge. I mean, a full shit. <laughs> like, wow. You're like this from the cat. You bring like, it. No, you, you bring it in a gallon Ziploc bag. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I actually uh, scooped it out of the toilet. <laughs> they give you a collection bucket. Oh man, and it's got like a little baby shovel. You know what they do when they give you the thing for your dog? They give you this uh, fucking dumb. You know this fucking stupid ass tube that looks like it holds like. Uh, emergency in it or not emergency. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Airborne, the airborne tablets Mm -hmm. where they're those big ass fucking bitches. It's like a tube like that. Right. And you unscrew it and it on the, it's almost like bubbles. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? It looks like you're going to blow bubbles, but at the very end, it's got like a, yeah, it's a little, it's like a spork. Yeah. Almost. And (laughs) four of the bottles that I had, had those. Really? Two. That was just a big open container that she gave me pop. Not popsicle sticks, but tongue depressors. That's hilarious as fuck that they gave you some with spoons in it for an adult. Like, they're like, listen, we know you're going to be going, you know, shitting out in your backyard. So we just want you to have a nice little. She's like, if it's solid, just um, scoop it up. If it's liquid. If it's liquid. Pour it. Pour it. I love that we were able to talk about the colonoscopy, but because it's like real shit, this is some real ass shit, okay? (laughs) Hey, everybody, uh, it's me, Libby, with some real shit. (laughs) You're holding your actual... I wanted to go into the doctor because it was my colonoscopy doctor and show him my butthole and be like, you recognize me now, bro? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> on every little box, on every little tube with your poop in it that you gave them, you printed out a picture of your asshole and like taped it on the outside. And you're like, look at me now, bitch. Oh, boy. Man, that is ridiculous. Well, hey, I uh, performed for, we're going to move on because I can tell Thank that you're you. about to vomit. I'm trying to move on. <laughs> I uh, I performed, I did stand up for the first time since February 29th this past weekend. Can we get an unlicensed clap sound? Unlicensed round of applause. <laughs> oh, he's looking. He's fired. There we go. That's a nice tennis clap, you know? Yep. Oh. oh. First time performing since February 29th. I couldn't believe wow. it. Wow. I mean, it was, uh, who, who, buddy? I was fucking scared. I, I was so scared before I did it. As scared as I get? I mean, yeah. I'm just better at hiding it inward. But the whole time, if somebody isn't in the green room with me before I go on stage, they would commit me. You know what I like people usually I'm in I'm alone in there or I'm not alone. But this time I was due to like social distancing and shit like that. And I mean, I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was just like, I felt like I wasn't me. It felt like I was looking in the mirror like I was in the movie Mulan. And all I wanted to do was, like, be a warrior. But I was, like, thinking about my past. I was thinking about my past. I want to smoke some grass. <laughs> so where was Tony while you were in the green room? Um, In the other green room. So we made the garage the green room. Oh, you know wow. where you usually, like, order drinks before the show? Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm trying to explain it to the podcast people because they're probably like, what the fuck's the garage? <laughs> but um, outside of the showroom, there is like another area where you can get uh, drinks before the show. So we were all kind of hanging out in there because it's I mean, you're able to be more spaced out. You know, the green room is fancy. Helium is fucking tiny. But uh, but how do you get from the garage to the stage without all your adoring fans trying to grasp your hair you go through and the shirt? You go through the kitchen into the green room and you go that way. So you go through the green room. It's just you're not sitting in there and hanging around. On the um, one couch and the one chair. Oh, boy. I mean, I was fucking spooked. People were trying to talk to me before and stuff like that. And I, I don't even remember talking to them. Where you I, going? Was, I was <laughs> yeah. scared. I was like, yeah, I'll be right back. I'm like writing my set. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. I mean... Fuck, dude. I was like, I listened to my set while I walked the dogs the day before. And I listened to it probably eight times before I went up. Just because I'm like, I didn't have the rhythm, man. It's like, you know, when you're when you're out of whack for a while mm -hmm. and you try to go back. But by the end of the weekend, you were probably like, fuck yeah, I remember this. By the end of the weekend, I mean, I was fucking, I was fucking, fucking dudes while I was on stage, man. <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, I was fucking, I was all over the place. Crushing it. But, yeah, it was fucking scary. Crowds were good, though? Yeah. Ready Real for good. action? Hell, yeah. I um, I think, like, two of the shows sold out, and uh, the others were pretty close to selling out. So it was good. And they've got everything nice and socially distanced. 
so you don't have to worry about it. Like, there's no empty chairs or any bullshit like that. It's just like everything's spaced out properly. It was nice. Okay. So it didn't make it feel very empty, you know? Are there people right up on the stage? Yes. Good. Which is very good. Yeah. Those tables, they spaced them all out, like six feet apart. I'm so sorry I'm burping. I ate so much sushi before I got here. I mean, two different rolls of sushi and then two full spring rolls. So uh, You're going to be having diarrhea like me. I don't think so. <clears throat> but I am going <clears> to <throat> nod off on my drive home. <laughs> Before I got here, I was like, "There, I'm going to hit a wall with fullness where I'm just going to start nodding off. Which sushi place did you go to? Cafe Mochi. It was nice. They let you in only if you wear a mask and you order inside and then you go sit outside and that's it. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it was very fancy. Wow. The guy brought me my drink and was like telling me it's for the special lady. I was like, that's me. I'm the special lady. I was like, would you like me to do a stand-up comedy for you all tonight? (laughs) Special lady. There's a song on the Waffle House jukebox called Special Lady. I didn't know Waffle House had a jukebox. (laughs) I thought you were just at the liberty of whatever the kitchen cook wanted to listen to. Nope. And there's special Waffle House songs on there. And that one is a special Waffle House song that's called Special Lady. And it's about... A Waffle House server. Special lady working at the Waffle House. She's only got four teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Should take a break and smoke a cigarette and a little bit of meth. One time I... Bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> I used uh, several dollars uh, to play just special lady over and over again. <laughs> While I worked there. And you were just looking at the waitress there that you really liked. You're like, I can take out my teeth and (laughs) (laughs) rub my gums on your clit. On your clit. On your clit. I want hash browns well done and shove them in my asshole. God, that sounds so good right now. Dude, I love Waffle House. Tony Roberts had a bit about Waffle House. And it was so fucking funny just talking about how ridiculous they are and, like, how the cooks there are on another level. Like, they're all so fucking good. And he's like, and then when they bring you your food, they got their fucking thumb in your grit. (laughs) (laughs) True. They'll bring you your fucking food. And it's the best grits you'll ever have in your fucking life. But they have their thumb (laughs) in your fucking grits. (laughs) And it's one fucking person running the whole show. Yes. Man, I love me some Waffle House. Well, they had the special lady that stands there on the on the little dot and says, mm. I need a waffle on two. I had no idea that Waffle House had a jukebox. I cannot wait to go on Spotify and listen to the Waffle House jukebox favorites, volume one. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. What, the, what is Spotify. it? Waffle House jukebox favorites, volume one. Wow. Can we uh, just go through, uh, what's the first song? The first song is? Let's see if I can remember Waffle these. House Family, part one. It is with it. I, so I'm going to play and I'll see if I remember it. Play it? Let's fucking do it, man. Who gives a shit? You know what? I don't give any <clears throat> fucks right now. Just play it. You know Fuck, what? Let if we Waffle get, House sue us. If we get canceled, guess what, Waffle House? We're giving you fucking free shit, all right? Well. Come on in. Believe I will. Coffee's good, fresh and hot. How about a 
Use all his money to play Ario Speedwagon. Um, this city, uh, we built this city. So the servers, we would just have wars with the jukebox all day. Did you work at Waffle House? Yes. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah, I worked out. That's where I met my husband. We worked at the Waffle House together. Oh my God. I love that the Waffle House jukebox favorite. You're the only person in the fuck. I'm going to pause what I was getting ready to say. You're the only fucking person in the world that I know that worked at Waffle House and would be like, boy, I love that soundtrack. <laughs> you watch everything on repeat. You're like, you're very. It's so funny. I know. It's just hilarious that you're like, man, those are really good songs. Most people will be like, I'll fucking kill myself if I ever hear it again. That's That was the point of me playing Special Lady because they're like, why is this fucking stupid song playing over Special Lady? Oh, there it is. Oh, man. And look at her. She ain't got no teeth. Just kidding. But for real. Special Lady by Billy D. Cox. Oh, my God. This video. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at that hair. <laughs> That's. He's about to get into it. Look at all of them. Look at that staff. Driving this road can get lonely. <laughs> There's a picture the of a staff. But I know just ahead someone's waiting. Yellow sign. With coffee that's fresh like morning. With coffee that's fresh. All it took Jesus. was one time to meet her. Now I'm not a stranger. Kid Rock! Special lady. Look at her. Waiting on me at the Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing. She's amazing. Calling all the orders out. Calling all the orders out. <laughs> She'll say hello and welcome me in. She'll serve a cup just like we were old friends, especially <laughs> in Comic Sans. <laughs> oh boy, good times. Oh fuck, that's great. My favorite part. The food looks so good, and I'm hungry. <laughs> Me too. <bro. laughs> His voice trembles. It doesn't take long till she serves me. And pours me a second cup. <laughs> she even calls think everyone song. by their first name, <laughs> and always has nice things. Coffee store. Whoever made this video is. I'm surprised they haven't shown Donnie Wahlberg on here. <coughs> oh my God! Breast bonds. The special lady that they're showing is the epitome of a Waffle House waitress. She looks like Chris Farley is the lunch lady. Uh, 100%. The person who made this video on the Waffle House uh, thing on YouTube. I think it's just a fan art. It's 100% fan <laughs> art. 
because the person says she pours me my second. Uh oh, pours me my second cup. Oh, I saw some lights move. It's like he pours me my second cup of coffee, and the person had the word coffee show up, and then it panned out and said coffee slut. <laughs> and they keep showing this one lady in the video that's got straight up eight. If you're thinking of the you know hair nation station on Sirius XM. That's what she should be on. Fuck. That's some good shit, man. That's a good-ass song. Special lady <laughs> waiting for me at the wall. So imagine listening to that back-to-back. The funniest part about that is that this guy's like the one who goes to a strip club and is like, yeah, she wants to hang out when we leave, when she's done with her shift. It's like, no, she doesn't, baby. There's <clears throat> she's working for that forty seven cent tip you're gonna leave her. Yeah. The the cucks that come into <laughs> Waffle House and the cucks that go into the strip club, same motherfuckers. They're cut from the same fucking breed. Anybody that thinks a Waffle House waitress anybody that thinks a waitress wants to go home with them, we don't. <clears throat> I don't know what to tell you. And especially well, Waffle House Brock doesn't. Did. You did? You ever go home with anyone? No. I mean, I know you went home with your husband, but <laughs> Wow, man, good times they were working at that old Waffle House. Lady. at the Waffle House. They treat you like family, tell you you're a big piece of shit. <laughs> I worked They're my spitting. ass off at that fucking place. How, you can't work at a Waffle House and not work your ass off. Well, there's lots of people there that don't. They just are real lazy. I, I've never seen one of them. Actually, that's not true. Last time I went... My husband was one of them. He was slow as fuck. Oh, man. I think about... <clears throat> so I'd have to be... I would start cooking and stuff because I'm like, you're taking far too long. You're like, listen up, mister. I'm not waiting around for you to make these fucking well-done hash browns. <laughs> I want my fucking dollar tip. All right? Last time Rafe and I went to Waffle House, I told you about that guy, the uh, Waffle Thank House you. fucking server or the guy that we had working in the kitchen, and he was talking about, like, how he went to prison, and he was, like, really struggling and all this stuff, but he's, like, getting back on his feet, and he's talking about his ex-girlfriend. He's like, yeah, one time she went to punch me, and I, I, I reeled back, and I was like, I'm fast. And he's, like, showing us behind the Waffle House bar <laughs> by the oven and skill. He's straight up going, doing Did he punch, punch her? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he goes, I'm telling you. I told her, I go, I'm fast. And he like goes like this. He's like, I'm fast. And then he like walks out. (laughs) Well, I think he was saying that she hit him first or something. Well, not that any of it makes it better, but it just the way that this man was explaining (laughs) to us his life was fantastic. The fact that he was pretending to punch a person. While he was cooking our food and he was showing us like, I'm just trying to get my life back on the straight and narrow. You know, I went to prison and I'm just trying to get everything together and be a better man and work hard and do what I need to do. And, you know, she came at me and she tried to punch me. And I was just like. <laughs> I'll only- have to ask Rafe. I can't remember exactly what he did. There's only one bad thing I have to say about Wolf Haas in this, that they have margarine. They don't have butter in there. Uh. That ruins it for me. Yeah, I mean, I... And it's not good margarine. I mean, there is no such thing as good margarine, but some of it's better than is others. Is it just cheaper? 
It's is just that oil. why places do margarine? Yeah, it's just oil. I don't generally notice a huge difference. How dare you? But when I when I do have, I don't know, the lights just changed. Hello? I think there's a freaking ghost. Is that up Tanner? In, Tanner, I think you're in my pussy hole. Tanner wants to have sex with me again. Special lady. He heard that song. He's like, that's what I'm talking about. He's like, how about. dare her fall in love with someone else? How old were you when you worked at Waffle House? Um, Is there a real jukebox at Waffle House or only their hits? No, they have a real one. So they have a special section for Waffle House hits and then regular songs like, We Built This City. Great song. Uh, we built this city on. That's a great song. How old was I? Maybe in my late twenties. Okay, and it um, was when Moulin Rouge came out because I remember. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? This one. Two thousand one. Wow, I was nine years old. Well, you might have come into my Wolf House on Dorset, and I would have prepared you something special. I did not, because <clears throat> I lived in Kansas City. How old were you? Nine. I was 31. <laughs> yeah. How do you like me now? Now that I'm on my way, you still call me crazy. So I went camping with a few of my best friends, the ones that I played tennis with um, last week. And are some active gals. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Sophia, they are, uh, they just got back from the Redwoods. And were living out there for about nine months with their partner and um, volunteering out there. So Sophia is back for the summer and they are moving to, I can't remember where in Colorado, uh, later this year. And they're going to volunteer out there and donate their time for like to teach older people about nutrition and stuff for about a year. So Sophia is very active. They're a very active cat. And then uh, Danny, she is also a longtime friend of mine, but uh, she lives here in St. Louis. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> so when we went camping, Danny, uh, and, you know, we, we went camping one night and then the next day we were going to go out on the river. But we got there about 10 p.m. on a Friday night and like we got pretty fucked up, you know. And Sophia and I both took like a rip of some weed, which I don't really smoke anymore. It's like, I mean, a rip. yeah, dude, we fucking ripped it. We were just like. Took a big, big old suck down. And like, we both knew, like, Sophia and I, they looked at me and I was just like, yeah, this is about to fucking happen. Like, we were both like, we're about to get fucked up because we were already a bit <laughs> drunk. And then we like, <laughs> we smoked weed and we got real fucking high. And Sophia was like getting confused while they were talking. And I was just trying to tell them, I finally just said to them, I go, listen, you just got to admit that you're fucked up. You got to admit that you're fucking high. We got so fucking high. Sophia starts freaking out about taking their contacts out in the morning. And I don't know why, why Sophia got fixated on this, but they're like freaking the fuck out. And they're like, okay, I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Like, I got to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to wake up. At, like, I got to have a nice, safe place to take my contacts out. And like. Sophia's like kind of like butch, you know, like got fucking blonde, like b fucking like dirt blonde, like they're rougher on the edges, you know, like fucking hardcore. So the fact that she's like, or they're like, uh, I need to fucking have a safe place <laughs> in the morning to take my contacts out and we're fucking high as fuck. And <laughs> 
We're both freaking out. I'm like, Sophia, listen, I know the feeling. You know me. I've had contacts for 15, 20 years. We're going to figure it out. And let's take out our contacts now. I've got a bunch of hand sanitizer, water over there, and we'll take care of ourselves and make sure that we have a safe place to take our contacts out. So I'm taking out my contacts out. And I do my contacts the same way. I take them out with this hand and then this hand. And Sophia looks at me so high and goes, whoa, that's a fucking good idea. Use this right hand for the right eye and left hand for the left eye. That's a fucking good idea. And I lose my mind because I thought that they were doing a bit. But, dude, Sophia in that moment was 100% like, holy fuck. (laughs) Fucking mind blown, dude. They were freaking out. Like, could not believe. It just made me laugh so hard because it's like, that's like a fucking kid that's driving and they're like, yeah, so what? I put my foot on the gas with my right foot and I break with my left foot, you know? Like, as a kid, they just don't understand. Right. I'm like, Sophia, you've been putting in contacts for 10 fucking years and you just now realize that you should use a different hand so you don't get fucking germs on them? I probably would use the same one if I did it. Man, they were fucking killed. No, you can't do that. Germs. Because you're taking that one out. You know what I mean? And it's been exposed to dirt all day. Oh, it's Fuck, dude, they made me laugh so hard. But it was fun. It was like the. Whoa. <laughs> oh, dude. So Sophia's like, whoa. Dude, that's a fucking good idea. <laughs> I wish I could have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next morning, we're like getting ready, putting in our contacts. And Sophia goes, what do you think about this shirt? And it's a NASCAR shirt with like some chick on the back of it with like big old tits. And it's like, you ready to ride? <laughs> Sophia's like, let's get to the river. I'm like, dude, you're Did the you weird. Float? You're the weird. No, we just like uh, had chairs and shit and like swam around in the <laughs> river there. Around. Yeah. Yeah. We were just like, <laughs> dude, I love the outdoors. It's my fucking shit. <laughs> it, it makes me so I don't happy. Know why that's so funny. Dude, I love the outdoors. Dude, I fucking love the outdoors. You want to fucking, you depressed and you want to fucking end your life? Go outdoors. Connect with nature. I am telling you. You know what I did? I went outdoors. Took a piss out there. Ain't no ticks get on me. No mosquitoes either. They don't like me. Why? Because I probably had hepatitis C way back when. Not probably. I did. Yeah. Dude, you're fine. It's all good. Randy's just a fucking piece of shit, bruh. (laughs) I'm telling you, though, man. You fucking sad out. You sad? I'm getting on antidepressants on Monday. Can't wait. It's going to be fucking awesome. But you know what the next thing you do after all that? You go to therapy. You take care of your shit. You get on medicine if you need it. And you need a fucking helping hand. And then you know what you do? <laughs> helping hand. You eat some fucking good food and you go outdoors. Okay? You got to go outdoors. Put sunscreen on. If you're like, oh, I don't want the fucking burn. And you don't like getting sunburned. Great. Put sunscreen on. Everyone should wear sunscreen. You don't want to look like a wrinkly old fucking... I bought some today. Piece of shit. 50. Yes. I put 50 on today and went out in the sun and played tennis. And you you don't have a lick of sun damage. Not a lick of sun damage. I swear to Christ. Now, if you look at my stomach, there's a lot of uh, sweat damage. Oh. That's what we will say. A lot of sweat damage. <laughs> Any crevice I have, a lot of sweat damage. Yeah. But up yeah. here, clean, clean as a cucumber. <laughs> mm So go outdoors, motherfuckers. 
I fucking love the dude. I fucking love the outdoors. She loves the OD. I love them. I wonder why we're having power surges. That's so weird. Yeah. I think it's Tanner. He heard you talking about Waffle House. <laughs> I'm serious. I think it's Tanner. I think he started thinking about his past, thinking about when he first saw you at a Waffle House. He was like, God damn, dude. She just took the fucking the spatula away from her soon-to-be husband and let him know <laughs> who's who. She started flipping them uh, eggs over there. Mm. Mm. I want special some lady. cheese and eggs right about now. The song Special Lady reminds me of the song. It's like, Lady in Red is dancing with me cheek to cheek. They treat you like family. They'll call you the biggest piece of shit. Ask you to borrow $500. See if they can ride in your truck. Say, hey, can I sleep on your couch for a bit? I don't want to suck your dick, but I guess I will. (laughs) I love the outdoors. I fucking, dude. I fucking love the outdoors. <laughs> oh, my God. Why oh, I was originally oh. telling you the camping story is because we got so fucking ripped. And Sophia and I, at one point, just started singing. Somehow, one of us was like, my daddy served in the army. And then we just started singing that whole Toby Keith song from start oh I was going to say, I don't finish. know that one. No, the one where he starts out, he's like... American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. You'll always recognize when you see old glory flying. Oh, and, wow. And it goes on. It's so ridiculous. We sang that entire thing from top to bottom. I don't even know it. Do you know it? Well, you're My Toby dad Keith. is served in Toby the Keith? army. And he lost his right eye. And he threw a flag out in the <laughs> yard. Till the day that he died. Hey, woman, my mother, shit. my brother, my sister is a me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love has wow. fallen under attack. Oh, <laughs> He might a sucker punch come flying ever somewhere in the bag. Was this as a, a response to 9-11? <laughs> it has to be. Yes. <laughs> but we were so fucking high, and it's just like the song, it doesn't align with any of mine or Sophia's personal views, <laughs> but for some reason we know every single <laughs> word to that song. And we were in a neighborhood in Missouri where we were camping in an area that if you played that song on a Bluetooth speaker, everybody would have come around in a big old scary Ku Klux Klan type circle (laughs) and start singing the song. They would be like, nah, this nation that I love. Dude, these motherfuckers would have lost their mind. We're like, who are we? Why do we know these words? It's under attack. Oh, you got to listen to it in the car on the way home. You're going to fucking lose your mind. I'm going to have to choose between all the Waffle House songs and the fucking Toby Keith song. Rafe and a few other cats he's doing a sketch show with did like a parody song of that song. I'm excited for when you get to see that show, the sketch show, and you get to see their parody. When is it? Uh, I mean, probably not until the improv shop opens up later this fall. Is it... uh bottom of the world no uh new sketch show how dare him. that we were not invited to not well we're not gonna I, invite them to whatever we do guess what i got to say our fucking nation is under attack and you might have sucker punched me 
I'll never forget, though. Slop City is under attack. Whoa. Now, fill, it, fill up your water bottle with milk from your jug. <laughs> Excuse me. Could somebody urinate in this? <laughs> Can somebody fill this to the top with brown diarrhea? <laughs> now, could somebody get me a little spork so I could spoon my own shit into this Ugh. tiny little water bottle? Hey, does anybody have a huge bucket of cum that they could put in this water bottle? Uh, uh. Hey there, you got some uh <laughs> you got some uh green powerade you could shove in this? Oh. Hey, you got a nation <laughs> under attack? Don't call me. Can't help you. Did your daddy lose his right eye in war? And he threw a flag out in his yacht. Man, I can't wait. I love the people that are going to listen to this episode and know that song are going to lose their motherfucking minds when they hear that. Because it's just. I bet you Beef Dog knows it. Oh, I guarantee 100. Beef Dog knows it. Beef Dog, his fucking ass knows that shit for real. <laughs> now, American girls and American guys. Hey, we got to get out of here, everybody. This has been Slop City. We covered a lot of fun stuff. As we go on, we remember. I mean, we did Waffle House Jukebox Hits, Volume 1. Is there a Volume 2? We don't know. I think so. Is there a Volume 3? Probably. Yeah. Is there a Volume 4? We can only hope. Randy's tippity typing typing it in. Now listen, everybody. Uh, I'm about to eat my own foot here. I'm hungry. I ate so much before I got here. I don't even want to be alive anymore. <laughs> what time is Faux Grand close? I was just down there, brother. It's probably close already. Brother. All right. We got to get the fuck out of here. Listen up, Slop Citizens. We love you. Uh, if you know a racist, punch them in their fucking face. <laughs> and uh, if it's yourself. And if it's yourself, it's very surprising you still listen to the podcast. Because... I mean, uh, It just doesn't make a lot of sense if you're still listening to this podcast. But uh, always remember that if there's a flicker in your home with your lighting, it's Tanner. He's there to suck you off in any capacity that he can. (laughs) And uh, vote, protest, and if you can't protest, donate money wherever you can, preferably to black-owned businesses, preferably to the correct nonprofits. And if you need help, finding any of those why don't you fucking google it yourself you ungrateful motherfucker do some work bitch why don't you do some fucking work it's not my responsibility to do it and if you're thinking about ooh, maybe i'll ask the one black friend that i have don't don't do your own fucking research it's not their motherfucking job to spoon feed you any more bullshit okay we love you stay safe yeah and I just wait. Will you do the long rip real quick? I just made a face while I did it one more time. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right. Love y'all. Love farts. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com.
Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.